NPO After Midnight, Clear Liquid Diet. Do not administer Tylenol for a temperature. Out of context, these orders may seem odd, but for us that are healthcare professionals, we understand the rationale behind each order given. But do our patients. Welcome health professionals to Chart Life Podcast, where it's all about you. Your stories of challenges and triumphs with news and resources just for you. I'm your host, Chantel Howard. Thanks for joining me. Why is education so important? A nurse practitioner friend once told this story. She was doing diabetes management and education with her patient. She educated her on the importance of blood sugar checks and control. She also taught her how to self-administer care and give injections based on her glucose readings. The patient stated that she understood and she asked her to re-demonstrate a self-injection. Her patient grabbed an orange just as she previously showed her and began to clean the skin, gently pinch and inject. Great, she thought, she has it down. But imagine her surprise when the same patient returned for a follow-up visit with an elevated A1C and consistently elevated glucose readings. Did she not understand something or was she just being non-compliant? The patient previously expressed her understanding, even restated the points to her, and re-demonstrated how to administer self-injections. So what went wrong? As she sat with her patient again, she asked about any barriers to care. The reason her diabetes was still uncontrolled her patient explained that she was following her exact orders. She then asked her to re-demonstrate how she was administering her insulin. Just as before, her patient grabbed an orange, cleaned the area, gently pinched, and injected the insulin. And then she said, I peel it and I eat it. Somewhere along the lines, the provider assumed the patient understood that the orange was a substitute for a subcutaneous fatty area of the body. Even with our best efforts sometimes, we may not be educating our patients as efficiently as we'd like. As a nurse, I constantly feel like I'm always on the clock and I never have time to just kick back and enjoy the great outdoors. If you can relate, join us for our off-duty series for health professionals, brought to you by Chart Life LLC. We're heading to Johns Island County Park in Charleston, South Carolina on June 13th and 27th at 5.30 p.m. And we'll have energy bars, sorbet, and bottled water for you. Research shows that spending time in nature can lead to improvements in anxiety, depression, and blood pressure. So grab your walking shoes and let's hit the trails for a short hike. Connect with nature and fellow health professionals, and let's relax, rejuvenate, and prioritize our well-being together. This is a free event for health professionals, but there is a $2 park entry fee. 
Spots are limited, so sign up now using our event calendar at chartlife.com. That's life with a Y. Can't wait to see you there. So why is education so important? Patient education is critical to ensuring that patients have the knowledge and skills they need to manage their health effectively. I once saw a quote that said something along the lines of this, your health is 10% of what the doctor ordered and 90% of what you decide to do. When patients are informed about their conditions, they are more likely to make lifestyle changes and actually adhere to treatment plans, resulting in better health outcomes. In addition, patient education can help reduce healthcare costs by preventing hospital readmissions and reducing the need for unnecessary procedures. There are a few barriers that can make it challenging for healthcare providers to provide effective patient education. One of the biggest barriers is time. Providers are often stretched thin and may not have the time to provide thorough education to each patient. Another barrier may be language and cultural differences. If patients don't speak the same language as their provider or come from a different cultural background, it can be difficult to communicate effectively. Also, a low health literacy can make it challenging for patients to understand complex medical information. We don't know what we don't know. And this can go both ways. We aren't always aware of the misconceptions or if our message is perceived and understood the way that we intend it. Have you ever had a conversation with someone that's outside of healthcare and you begin spouting off all of these terms that are completely familiar to you, but the person is staring at you like you're speaking a foreign language? As a nurse, I understand this pretty well. Oftentimes, the doctor may educate the patient at bedside. They'll ask the patient if they have any questions. The patient responds, no. But as soon as the doctor leaves the room, the patient then turns to me and asks, what did they just say? We have to be intentional about our approach by eliminating things like medical jargon and barriers that may make patients feel uncomfortable to approach us and ask questions. Education is not only important for our patients, but also for us as professionals. Just as the world evolves, so does our knowledge of things. Science is never static. We are always making new discoveries and improvements. Continuing education is critical for healthcare professionals to stay up to date with the latest research and best practices. Medicine is constantly evolving and it's important for healthcare providers to stay current on the latest treatments and technologies. Continued education can also help healthcare providers identify and address healthcare disparities and cultural differences, which can only improve patient outcomes. But there are definitely some challenges for us to overcome. One of the biggest challenge is again, time. Time to complete continuing education while still providing high quality patient care. 
I recently saw a funny video of how health professionals do continued education assignments, and it was a scene from Toy Story where they were searching for a specific channel, and forgive me, I have not seen this movie in years, and I don't know any of the character names, but the dinosaur began slowly flipping through the channels, and this pig steps up and says, ah, you're going too slow, let me take the wheel, and began flipping through the channels lightning fast. To which the dinosaur exclaims, it's too fast, how can you tell what's on? But admittedly, I myself have gone through a few assigned CEs just as fast. Often it's on the clock because you don't want to take additional work home, but it's so rushed because again, you're on the clock and you have work to do. Republican-controlled Nebraska and South Carolina have seen anti-abortion measures fall short, indicating the growing unease among Republicans over the political popularity of strict bans. Nebraska's Heartbeat Act, which would have banned most abortions after six weeks except in cases of rape or incest, failed to move forward in the legislature. Meanwhile, in South Carolina, the Human Life Protection Act, which would have banned abortions, failed to pass the state Senate. With five women voting against it, including three Republicans, the bill will now be carried over to next year's legislative session. The outcome reflects Republicans' increasing caution in enacting near-total bans on the procedure, even in states where they hold a majority. Here's more on CNN. Millions of women who feel like they have not been heard, and that's why I'm standing up here this long. And I've never done this before. Lawmakers in two conservative states, South Carolina and Nebraska, rejecting extreme abortion restrictions Thursday by the slimmest of margins, just one vote. For the third time since the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade last summer, the South Carolina State Senate, where Republicans outnumber Democrats nearly two to one, blocked a ban on abortion in the state with limited exceptions for rape and incest. The five women senators, three of whom are Republicans, led a filibuster where they spoke for days about biology, backlash, and the concept of control. Once a woman became pregnant for any reason, she would now become property of the state of South Carolina. Abortion laws have always been, each and every one of them, about control. In Nebraska Thursday, tears and cheers. After lawmakers killed a bill that would ban abortion around the sixth week of pregnancy, often before someone knows they are pregnant, a vote to break a filibuster failed by just one vote when two senators abstained. A new development in the fight against cancer has been made. Researchers have built an artificial intelligence model that can accurately identify cancer. The AI model outperforms current methods and uses radiomics to develop the AI algorithm, which can extract vital information from medical images not easily spotted by the human eye. The tool's developers hope it will speed up detection and fast-track patients to treatment, potentially improving early detection and making cancer treatment more successful. Paul Edmonds, a 67-year-old man from Desert Hot Springs, California, has become the fifth person in the world to be cured of HIV. After living with HIV for over 30 years, Edmonds received a stem cell transplant in 2018, which became available due to a donor with a rare genetic mutation that makes the body resistant to most strains of HIV. Edmonds stopped taking his HIV medication in 2021, and since then, he has been in remission. Edmonds joins other cured HIV patients, such as Timothy Ray Brown, known as the Berlin patient who died in 2020, and London patient Adam Castillo. 
Edmonds wants to share his journey to offer hope to those living and aging with HIV that a cure could be possible one day. Here's Edmonds' interview on USA Today. You know, they're still calling it in remission. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they have found no, no HIV whatsoever. And you know, they've done major testing, uh, very, very sensitive tests. They, mm-hmm. When I've, I've had colonoscopies and endoscopies done, and they take biopsies when that, those things are happening and look there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, they've done, they, and they're still looking, mm-hmm. you know, they, they continue. Mm-hmm. You can find these stories and more on our news and articles page at chartlife.com. That's life with a Y. The cost of continuing education can be a barrier, particularly for professionals who are not financially secure. Junior doctors and nurses are on strike to demand pay equity, stating that they cannot even make ends meet sometimes. Finally, finding high-quality continued education opportunities can be challenging, particularly in rural areas and areas where healthcare resources are limited. You may not have access to some of the options like social or networking events that also offered continued education credits. Yet, there are a few things that health professionals can do to ensure they receive the education they need. First, Be sure to take advantage of learning opportunities that employers offer, which can be completed on the clock or on your own schedule. Second, look for low cost or free education opportunities, such as webinars or conferences. And finally, health providers can seek out mentors or colleagues who can provide guidance and support in their continuing education efforts. Education is critical to ensuring that patients receive high quality care and achieve best possible outcomes. It's also important for health professionals to continue learning and growing throughout their careers to provide the best possible care. By investing in education, we can improve the health of individuals and communities and help build a healthier, more equitable world. This is Chantel with Chart Life Podcast. And today we talked about the power of education. I hope that this information has been valuable. If so, please be sure to share it, leave us a review, and connect with us on social media at chart underscore life. That's life with a Y. I'll see you same time, same place, every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Thanks for tuning in to Chart Life Podcast. That's life with a Y. New episodes are available every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you soon.